بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن شاء الله بإذن الله continuing with شرح العقيدة الواسطية an explanation of العقيدة الواسطية by شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية إثبات علو الله على مخلوقاته وقوله يا عيسى إني متوفيك ورافعك إلي وقوله بر رفعه الله إليه وقوله إليه يصعد الكلم الطيب وقوله يا هامان ابن لي صرحا لعلي أبلغ الأسباب أسباب السماوات فأطلع إلى إله موسى وإني لا ظنه كاذبا وقوله آمنتم من في السماء أن يخسف بكم الأرض فإذا هي تمور أم أمنتم من في السماء أن يرسل عليكم حاصبا فستعلمون كيف نذير Affirming that Allah is high above his creation and he's saying, O Isa, I will take you back and raise you up to me. Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 55. And he's saying, Allah raised him up to himself. In Surah An-Nisa, ayah number 158. And he's saying, all good words rise to him and he raises up all virtuous deeds. In Surah Fatir, ayah number 10. And he's saying, O Haman, build me a tower so that perhaps I may gain means of access, access to the heavens so that I may look at Musa's God. Truly I think he is a liar. Surah Ghafir, ayah number 36 to 37. And he's saying, Do you feel secure against him who is in the heaven, causing the earth to swallow you up when suddenly it rocks from side to side? Or do you feel secure against him who is in the heaven releasing against you a sudden squall of stones so that you will know how true my warning was in Surah Al-Mulk, ayah number 16 to 17. Ithbat uluwillahi ala makhluqatihi Ithbat uluwillahi ala makhluqatihi Affirming that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above his creation. For in this part of his Risala, in this part of his treatise, the Shaykh Rahimahullah, he mentions the, the ayat in the Qur'an, the evidences from the Qur'an, which affirm that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above and transcendent his creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is above all of his creation. Nothing is equal to him and nothing is above him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the uluw of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the transcendence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be divided into two categories. Ulu ma'nawi and ulu zati. Al-ulu al-ma'nawi is ulu in meaning. For essentially what it means is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high regarding his names and attributes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the most high names and he has the most high attributes. Nothing equals them. And then the ulu zati is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is physically above his creations, above the seven heavens on his throne subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is ulu ma'nawi and ulu zati. Both of them are established for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah use the Quran and the Sunnah and the Ijma'ah to establish the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the evidences of the ulu of Allah in the Quran are various categories. For the first of these categories is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
tells us about his ulu directly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that he is al-Ali. فَمَثَلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ And he is the most high, the most great. In Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah number 255. And then the second type is that he mentions that he is above his creation. فَمَثَلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-An'am, وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ عِبَادِهِ And he is the irresistible, above his slaves. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that he is above his creation. This is in Surah Al-An'am, ayah number 18. And then the third category is the mention of things descending from him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Hijr, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا الذِّكْرِ Indeed, it is we who have sent down the dhikr. In Surah Al-Hijr, ayah number 9. For the fact that it was sent down from Allah indicates that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high because he is sending it down. And then... The fourth one is the mention of things ascending to him. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, تَعْرُجُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالْرُوحُ إِلَيْهِ That the malaika and the ruh, يعني جبريل, they ascend up to him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is in Surah Al-Ma'arij. And then the fifth and final category of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes his ulu in the Quran is that he mentions that he is above the heavens. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Mulk, as we'll come to say, أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ Do you feel secure that he who is above the heavens? For all of these are ways which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an that he is the most high. And then the evidences of the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the sunnah are also of various categories. For the first of these categories is the sayings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Something that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, which indicates the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For in the in the dhikr that we make in sujood, the Prophet sallallahu taught us to say, Subhana rabbiyal a'la. Yes, glory be to Allah, he is the most high. For it is something the Prophet sallallahu said that indicated the highness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also in the actions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for when he used to make dua, he used to raise his hands to the heavens. This shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high because you are directing your dua to him and you are placing your hands high above beseeching and calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also in the approvals of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for when he asked the jariyah, when he asked the slave girl, yes, for he asked her, Ain Allah? He said, where is Allah? She said, fi sama. And he didn't say your answer was correct. He said, release her. She is a believer. Yes, for he confirmed her answer and he approved of her answer. For all of these show that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high. These are the types of categories that show that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high in the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And also the ijma' of the salaf, the consensus of the salaf. For since the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, all of the salaf have agreed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the heavens on his throne in a manner which is befitting his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this ijma' of theirs, this consensus of theirs is based on the evidences from the Qur'an and from the Sunnah. And he's saying, O oh Isa, I will take you back and raise you to me. In Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 55. For in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing his Prophet Isa alayhi salam. Yes, whom he created from a mother without a father. The qudra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he created Isa from a mother without a father, which is why Isa alayhi salam is attributed to his mother. Isa ibn Maryam, 
Isa, the son of Maryam. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ya Isa, inni mutawafika, inni mutawafika, I will take you back. For the term wafat, in the Arabic language, it can return back to three meanings. For the first of these meanings, that I will seize you, and I will collect you. Al-wafat can mean to seize, and to collect al-qabd. And then the second meaning is sleep. Yani I will cause you to sleep. Because sleep is a form of death. So it could mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him to sleep. And then the third meaning is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused him to die. Al-wafat can mean death. For the third of these meanings is incorrect. It cannot mean death. Because we know that in other authentic ahadith that the Prophet sallallahu told us that Isa will return at the end of time. And as we'll come to see in the next evidence that they did not kill him like they thought they did. For we can therefore join between the first two meanings of wafat. For we can say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused Isa alayhi salam to sleep. Then he seized him when he was sleeping and raised him to him. Ya Isa, inni mutawafika wa rafi'uka ilay. Wa rafi'uka ilay and raise you to me. For this is the shahid from the ayah. This is the point of relevance from the ayah. For it is from the evidences of Allah's ulu which mentioned things ascending to him. For in this case, Isa alayhi salam ascended to him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him to him. For if he raised him to him, that means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above. For those who claim that yani, this is the raising of Isa's status, this is wrong because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the preposition ilayya. Yes, warafi'uka ilayya. For you do not use ilayya to, to indicate status. وَقَوْلُهُ بَرَّفَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ And he's saying Allah raised him up to himself in Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 158. بَرَّفَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ بَلْ This بَلْ negates. It is used to oppose the falsity of those who claim that they had killed Isa alayhi salam. If you look at the ayah before this one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ وَمَا صَلَبُوهُ وَلَكِنْ شُبِّهَ لَهُمْ they did not kill him and they did not crucify him, but there was a resemblance that was put in his place. And towards the end of the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ يَقِينًا بَرَّفَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ For surely they killed him not, but Allah raised him up to himself. In Surah An-Nisa, ayah number 157 and 158. بَرَّفَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ Allah raised him up to himself. For again, this is the shahid from the ayah. This is the point of relevance from the ayah. And it's clear evidence of Allah's transcendence that he is above. Since raising something indicates the highness of what is being raised to. So if you are raising something, that means what it is being raised to is high. In this case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most high. وَقَوْلُهُ إِلَيْهِ يَصْعَدُ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ And he's saying all good words rise to him and he raises up all virtuous deeds. In Surah Fatir, ayah number 10. إِلَيْهِ يعني to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala إِلَيْهِ يَصْعَدُ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ All good words rise to him. For all good words, they include everything which draws a person closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the words that you could say, such as the recitation of the Qur'an or the general dhikr, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking knowledge. For this is also considered as الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ and الْأَمْرِ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَالنَّهِي عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Enjoining good and forbidding evil. This is all from Al-Kalim Al-Tayyib, which are raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ilayhi yas'adu Al-Kalim Al-Tayyib. 
for all of them all of these good words ascend to Allah and they reach him subhanahu wa ta'ala and he accepts them and he rewards for them subhanahu wa ta'ala ilayhi yas'adu al-kalimu at-tayyib wal-'amalu as-salih yarfa'uhu and he raises up all virtuous deeds al-'amalu as-salih is the good deeds the virtuous deeds for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises the good deeds to himself for both yani, the acts of worship which are on the tongue, which are articulated on the tongue, they rise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also the actions which you perform on your limbs, all of these all rise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they reach him and he accepts them. For this again is evidence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above because things ascend to him. In this case they are good words and righteous actions. They ascend to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. وقوله يا هامان ابن لي صرحا لعلي أبلغ الأسباب أسباب السماوات فأطلع إلى إله موسى وإني لا أظنه كاذبا and he's saying O Haman build me a tower so that perhaps I may gain means of access access to the heavens so that I may look on Moses God truly I think he is a liar سورة غافر آية نمبر 36 to 37 for this is the call of Fir'aun, he is addressing Haman. Haman was his minister, his wazir. He ordered him to build a tower or a very high building. Why? لَعَلِّي أَبْلُغُ الْأَسْبَابِ أَسْبَابَ السَّمَاوَاتِ He said, perhaps I may gain access to the heavens, يعني the turuq, the paths which lead to the heaven. For he thought that if he built a tower, he may reach paths which will allow him to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَأَطَّلِعُ إِلَىٰ إِلَٰهِ مُوسَىٰ So that I may look at Musa's God. For he said this as a deception to his people. So that when he climbed up to this supposed tower and he looked, he can say, I did not see any ilah. Musa is not telling the truth. And it could, and it's also possible that he said it يعني, out of mockery. For when Musa السلام, told him that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is high above, he said, let's build a tower and see the ilah of Musa who claims that his Lord is above. يعني تحكم يعني out of mockery of what Musa عليه السلام said وإني لا أظنه كاذبا I think that he is a liar I think يعني موسى عليه السلام is a liar in what he is saying that his Lord is above the heavens for again he said this to deceive his people otherwise he knew that موسى عليه السلام was truthful for the يعني the shahid from the ayah the point of reference from the ayah is that فرعون commanded the construction of a tower to look upon the God or the ilah of Musa alayhi salam because Musa had informed him that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was the most high وَقَوْلُهُ أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءَ يَخْسِفَ بِكُمُ الْأَرْضَ فَإِذَا هِيَ تَمُورُ أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءَ يُرْسِلَ عَلَيْكُمْ حَاصِبًا فَسَتَعْلَمُونَ كَيْفَ نَذِيرُ and he's saying do you feel secure against him who is in the heaven causing the earth to swallow you up when suddenly it rocks from side to side or do you feel secure against him who is in the heaven releasing against you a sudden squall of stones so that you will know how true my warning was in Surah Al-Mulk, ayah number 16 to 17. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ Do you feel secure against him who is in the heaven? أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ For the one who is over the heavens or in the heavens is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he referred to himself like this, أَأَمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ And this is talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he referred to himself as مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ The one who is in the heavens. Because he is exhibiting his greatness. He is showing his greatness subhanahu wa ta'ala in that he is above the creation. 
and he is prevailing over them and he is controlling them subhanahu wa ta'ala for the one who is above has control over the one below for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is threatening in these two ayat Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is threatening with two punishments the first one is al-khasf and al-khasf is essentially the earth opening up and swallowing what is on the surface wal-ayadu billah and then the second one is am amintum man fi samaa yursila alaykum hasiba is a hasib which is a violent wind which because of its strength the strength of the, of this wind it carries with it rocks imagine this strong wind and it is carrying rocks and as these rocks move at the high speed of the wind they destroy everything in their path for this is also a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for do you feel secure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not send down al-khasf and do you feel secure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not send down al-hasib wallahi we should not be secure for the shahid from these two ayat in surah al-mulk is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes himself as being in the heavens amintum man fi as-sama' for some people mistakenly believe that fear means inside then you say ar-rajulu fi al-masjid Yes, the man is in the masjid. That means he is surrounded by the walls of the masjid. For does, for does this mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the sama and the sama is encompassing him and surrounding him? No, this does not mean this at all. Because this would negate the ulu of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For how do we understand this? For the first way that we can understand it is that we say that a sama can mean an ulu. Because this is valid in the Arabic language. فَالسَّمَاء can mean a high place. So we can say here, آمِنْتُمْ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاءِ يَعْنِ مَنْ فِي الْعُلُوْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in the high or the highest of places above his creation. And then the second way that we can understand it is the word fi can mean عَلَى In the Arabic language, the word fi can mean عَلَى For in this case the meaning becomes مَنْ عَلَى السَّمَاءِ The one who is Above the heavens, above the heavens, for both of these are valid meanings. Both of these are valid meanings. And it definitely does not mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is encompassed by the heavens and that the heavens surround him. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above the heavens and nothing is, nothing is equal to him in his, in his highness and his transcendence subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka atu alaykum jazakumullah